outside your window is not great, but here on Post Show Recaps, everything is wongers. That's right. We're getting She-Hulk and the Wong CU all together. I hope y'all are excited because I'm your host, Sasha Joseph, joined by my co-host, Jason. You don't know where the J is. No, don't know where the Y is. Oh, my God. Re- <laughs> Not me ruining the joke. I'm so mad. Yeah, for the for you can't see us right now, but I've changed my screen name on our Streamyard, uh, and I also changed my Twitter name, uh, right? Just to let y'all know if you follow me on Twitter to J A S Y N N, because I mean the Y and the two Ns are probably exactly where you think they would be, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, uh, we're here to cover She Hulk season one, episode five. Uh, fun episode. I, I really think. In this fourth episode, it's really found its footing, and it's what I always thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that we're finally here getting getting just kind of a case of the week episode, where it's like from start to finish, it's one case, one thing. And there was a good mix of action and like legal drama. I enjoyed it. Yeah, this, like I said, we've been asking for this. I think we were right in our assumption that, you know, the first two episodes, because of supposed to be finale, supposed to be the start, whatever, whatever, are jumble things up a lot for She-Hulk. But now that, you know, that's behind us, it last episode, amazing. I'm so sad I missed it. Meg the Stallion was, I mean, Megan. I don't know why I call her Meg. I think we're friends. But <laughs> Megan the Stallion was on. It was about Turkey, and I was not here. You and Latanya did an amazing job, I have to say. And I'm jealous that I couldn't podcast with Latanya, but I can't believe it. I, I miss Megan. Bring her back, please. Just one more episode. Please. Hey, we got Wong back. I don't see why we can't get Megan back. But yes, uh, you were definitely missed last week. Latanya came on and was fantastic. Yes. Um, but it would have been even better if we had both of you on. Uh, so, I mean, it's overall, how did you feel about last episode? Like you said you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Any, any other takes on it? I think we're, like you said, right? What I've been also asking for is I want one legal draw, legal issue that she fights for, right? And then we get a gen moment right like i want a she hulk i want a gen moment and then everything else needs to be like y'all called it right the a and b story where the b story can be fun but i still want them to focus a little bit more on a story for this episode i think last episode they did amazing balancing both i was into all of it and i was like this is she hulk this is what i want yes great you know thumbs up all of it whereas this episode four i felt like it was a little wong heavy what did you think yeah that's true and i felt like it was the wong from the last episode and the wong from this episode felt different like the wong we got last episode felt a little like bumbling and like he didn't know what he was doing and this wong in this episode felt like a more confident uh sorcerer supreme he knew what he was doing he was you know uh, kind of surly about uh, fake human cheap tricks, you know. Uh, he just felt like a more confident, more Wong of knew what he was doing. So I felt like the two Wongs were a little different. That might come down to uh, the fact that there are typically different writers on different episodes. So the characterization was a little different, uh, which is something I clocked during the episode. That's so interesting because I actually put them together. Like the this Wong in She-Hulk versus, right, like him being the sorcerer supreme 
I couldn't, I'm personally having a hard time. And let me know if y'all are as well, uh, the listeners, where, how is this the Sorcerer Supreme? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because, you know, like I said, last last episode was like, what, what, this guy's late to everything. He can't yeah. like, get his stuff together. And this, he feels a little like, a little non-serious in a lot of a lot of times especially even in this episode we got him watching you know regular tv i, I don't know if you would think the sorcerer supreme is down to watch his, this is us or the sopranos uh on a daily basis or even like take someone like madison and is hanging out with her like <laughs> you're right it, it doesn't feel very like sorcerer supreme like yeah, like I think I have to go back and rewatch Doctor Strange one and see how because it felt so serious. Everything about not even just magic, which I think maybe that's where the whole Donnie Blaze versus Wong comes in, but everything was taken serious. How you move around the world, how you live, right? Like all of it was so serious in Doctor Strange, and then now this. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean- yeah, I, I would say throughout Wong's appearances in different MCU titles, like uh, in a Spider-Man No Way Home, he's a little more jokey, but not like, True. you know, not sitting on a couch watching This Is Us <laughs> jokey. But this is a comedy, so I can understand they're adjusting his character a little bit. Maybe it's a, a side of Wong that we wouldn't see in like a Spider-Man No Way Home. It feels like this this episode of She-Hulk, we've gotten more Wong than all of his appearances combined in any, in any other property exactly uh, exactly so th- it, it may be because this is a comedy and we're seeing that different side of him but but you're right it feels different from like the the first dr strange wong where he was like very serious and less jokey but i feel like in different things we have seen that different side of him they want him to be like this uh guy that pops in delivers a one-liner and that's kind of deadpan and just kind of and leaves the scene this here felt more like a comedic version of the Wong we've been seeing. It is a multiverse, so I guess maybe this is a different Wong than there oh, it well, was I, in the different. No, I'm just <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Look at me uh, just making up all these it's all rumors, <laughs> but you know I love making up nonsense theories. Okay, it's my favorite. But yeah, so again, I I'm not mad at the growth. Like I said, I think it works in this, like in this property in this in this context box. of a comedy it's all good yeah i'm not mad at it i'm just it's just an interesting moment you know that's all mm-hmm. but i think maybe we get into the episode now yeah let's do it Great. um well this today we're recording this on friday yes and there are d23 panels going on right now that will shed some light uh on the future of uh, the MCU and different things going on in the universe. Uh, Josh and Kevin are going to have like a reaction uh, podcast to all that stuff. It's going to be relevant to like the MCU and Star Wars and all that stuff. Uh, and that should come out late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. So there's going to be a separate podcast for that, talking about all the news and all the fun stuff that comes out of that. So we just want to let you all know that's going to be covered in separate uh, podcasts. But yeah, let's get into the episode. Love it. So it's time to do She-Hulk Attorney at Law episode four. Is magic, is this real magic? And it's not real magic is the answer, y'all. Because because we open with Donnie Blaze firing, um, you know, 
bringing horrible, horrible tricks, which I feel like every magician is so embarrassed to see, right? It's terrible, terrible tricks. He's at the um, version. I don't even know what they, I've, Magic Castle is the actual place in LA. If folks haven't heard of it, it's like a membership only uh, magician show, magic show. But it's like more than that. You know, I'm like, I'm really dumbing it down, but it sounds cool. I will say. Yeah, I've heard of this. It's like a very exclusive membership. Like yes. you got to, I think, be referred by that like magician or something. I think Neil Patrick Harris is big into it or something. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I have. Was that the actual place that they shot that at? No, no, I think that's what they're just trying to tell us. It is, oh, okay. but it's absolutely not. Um, that's just a random theater. I think this, the Magic Castle in LA, is an actual like home that they redid because I've seen a few pictures of it and I looked some stuff up and it did not it, it just didn't look the same i have to say uh and then they have like a magician school as well maybe donnie blaze should attend yeah uh just he needs he, it seems like he needs to add some stuff to his uh everyday repertoire Don, donnie blaze himself is an interesting name in the yes. uh because johnny blaze is uh one of uh several different ghost writers that have that have been in existence so this is a i don't know if this is just supposed to like you know it's a reference like hey it's close to johnny blaze or this is like a brother a cousin of johnny blaze and maybe 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 in the ghost rider uh origin story donnie blaze a magic trick goes awry and makes his brother slash cousin turn into ghost rider i don't know i don't know if <laughs> we're supposed to take this seriously but i, I thought it was a fun little nod to uh to johnny blaze and you know a lot of donnie blaze and stuff deals with fire you know same thing with ghost writers a lot of fire stuff so that, i thought that was really interesting and a fun kind of nod or a wink if you will exactly so i'm just i'm trying to see what they're what they're gonna give us because do you think that johnny blaze like this cannot be johnny blaze is what we're saying no definitely not yeah definitely got not. it you know, it, it would be a fun wink if in like if whenever they decide to do a mm -hmm. Ghost Rider movie or TV show that Donnie Blaze is somehow involved. But I, I don't know if that is something we should count on or anything like that. But I just thought it was it was fun. Yeah. And I'm done counting on things. OK, Sean Chi still not around. So I'm, I'm over it. MCU. <laughs> You've lost me. Uh, but anyway, the act of Donnie Blaze not going so hot. So he, you know someone in the back we don't know who they are yet goes hey i think you need to do the thing you're losing the people so he's like okay i think fine and he puts out the sling ring and he goes it's time to make a portal at the mystic castle oh i was so confused i was like who is this i was like who did he steal this from like yeah uh you know both strange and wong have lost their sling rings before in the marvel universe so i you know i would be surprised if someone stole it off of them but uh apparently it's uh it was given to him you know legally <laughs> allegedly right yeah. like please it was not uh or maybe he should have left it but we'll talk we'll get to that later yeah. so it turns out he's opened another dimension as he can and Madison loves it because she hated the rose that didn't smell like anything. So she said, great. I think I'm drunk enough to go down this ride. <laughs> I think I'm at a perfect level of like buzzed where this sounds really fun, like a really fun adventure. 
Yeah, Madison is every bachelorette. I want to make that clear. Like everyone, I feel like on a bachelorette, if you go somewhere and then you're just like, you know what? Sure. Why not? Like, let's do it. It seems like a popular pit stop for for those type of parties. I mean, later in the episode, we see someone else that is Madison-like that he that he tries this on as well. So, you know, I guess it's, it is a popular destination for those parties. Exactly. Listen, L.A. anyway is a tourist trap. So this place seems like a, the double tourist trap. So I, I get it. Okay. Uh, and then she's now gone. And, you know, we think, okay, maybe this is a wrap. Let's go. No, no, no. Because... Another dimension opens up. Madison steps out, <laughs> and she's and then it, they show Mandu Nepal. What? And then the Sopranos theme song is playing <laughs> while they're doing the title card. I think for Mandu, and then she's at Wong's house. This was this was a really fun fun way to. So, I mean, we come in on Wong's like uh, house apartment, whatever you want to call it. He's like doing a little dance. This it's like saturday night and he's ready to just chill he's ready to sopranos and chill he's got a i think he's smoking a cigar maybe i don't know he, he's just ready to relax and party and then madison just pops up out of nowhere holding what seems to be like i don't know uh, some kind of heart of some sort a straight up beating heart yeah <laughs> and then i love that she goes are you the goblin king ma'am <laughs> wake up look around but maybe alcohol is still involved you know i don't know if portaling can stop all the effects of alcohol looks like not no. and she's like okay go a demon goat right send her here great thank you demon goat for getting her to the right person but then she is definitely a wrong person for Wong because she looks around, oh, the Sopranos, and just spoils it. No problem. Listen, as someone who, you know, no one hate me out there who has never seen an ep- a single episode of the Sopranos, I was like, this is, this, is, this is not cool. What if I wanted to watch the Sopranos one day? I have also never seen Sopranos. <laughs> They're going to kill us. They're going to crucify us. Yeah, we're done. We're, we're canceled. It's over. We'll we'll portal out of here, y'all. I get it. But we have... Yeah, I've also never seen... So I was like, who are these people? I don't yeah. know. Hopefully, if I ever do watch this pronounce, I'll just forget the names that were involved that were spoiled. Yeah, I, I feel like the episode... I just have to forget the episode name because it was... I, I don't know why I remember this. I didn't write this in any of my notes, but I think it was like season three, episode 15. Why do I know that? <laughs> That's weird. It's a brain. Stop. Uh, and you know what? And I could be wrong, right? It could totally be season seven, episode two. I don't know. Anyway, so she's Wong is pissed because she just showed up to his like, like space. He, it's he's having his life. He's living a Saturday night, and here she comes. And then she ruins Soprano. So she he goes, Donnie Blaze is gonna pay for this. So Mans knows who he is. Yeah, I was really surprised that Wong knew exactly who this was, exactly who he was dealing with here. And I was like, oh, that's going to be an interesting, you know, backstory to hear about this. Yeah, I was happy with that. We're going to get some more some more information about Donnie Place. Yes. And then it's time for our A story, which actually felt like the B story, but it's okay. Uh, Where Jen pops in and in her in her kitchen and she said, listen now and talking to us because good fourth wall break okay i like this you're making fun of me and she says yeah i know everyone loves wong we got the twitter armor for the week yeah i think that's like 
it's it's a fun it's a fun thing to say because I think the show probably knows at this point that there's a lot of people out there of a certain ilk that are going to be complaining about certain aspects of this show but hey look this shiny toy called Wong we have for you like this will make you happy here you go uh, so I think when she says Twitter armor she means like you know you guys aren't going to be as critical because we have freaking Wong here and you guys love Wong so you guys won't be as critical of this episode which I think is, is a fun way to reference like the nonsense of the online community yeah because i think this was last week yes last week's episode they actually took um real comments i think from their instagram and shared it online so they're very much leaning into this and leaning into calling everyone out and and this is what i want from a show like this okay if you're gonna be punchy you have to actually be punchy and get in the face so i liked it just just slap them around a little you know like she hulk should and then it's so funny because while all of this is happening her dad comes in just offering assistance because of the attack that happened well listen like like a dad should he just he's he's ready to protect his little girl even though his little girl is now a hulk and she literally says i am a hulk and then he said and I got a shovel. I got security. What do you need? I got locks. I got it all for you. And she's she's not having any of it. But he, I think, seems like he's very dedicated. So you know what, Jen? I think you need to just let him feel like he's doing something for you. It seemed like a very like uh, today relationship between a dad yes. and a, and, a, and a daughter. He's like, you didn't call the police. He's like, the police are not going to care about this. The police will not find whoever attacked me. So there's a waste of time. <laughs> like, forget it. And they have Asgardian tools. What are cops right. with normal human earth uh, guns going to do? No. Nothing. Okay, I'm going to make that clear. And she just like beat him around. They couldn't even pierce her skin. So I think we're truly good on yeah. it for now. For now. Anyway, so now. Oh, also, what'd you think of her outfit? Because she's so in big I, and tall. I think it's really hilarious. Uh, and it's a great touch that they have, you know, Jen Walter, the human Jen Walter dressing in this like huge outfit so that when she grows, she can fit into the outfit. I think that's a really funny aspect of the character that which could have easily been like not done. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone would have like really batted, batted an eye if they didn't. But I think it's so fun that she's in these, these oversized clothes just to remind us like, yeah, she has to fill her clothes out when she, when she grows like, or otherwise she'll bust out of those. That's like a fun little detail they've added in that I love. Yeah. And she just literally looks like, this is when I felt like, is this your dad's clothes? It can't be your dad's not six, seven, but it felt like, you know, an interesting conversation. Cause she's in this really big outfit. She looks, she is tiny, right? The actress, like Jen Walters is small mm-hmm. and she's in these huge clothes. Her dad is, you know, trying to help her, but we know half of her reality, which we're not just seeing at this moment. So it was, I just, I appreciated all of that as well. It's just, it's smart writing. It's smart directing. I appreciate it. And then we're back at the office with not the best CGI. Uh, she Hulk. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, we hate to like, keep harping on it but it's it's an every week thing at this point where we're seeing like it's not up to snuff um and the thing about she hulk like in the comics she hulk is like dark dark like green this Mm -hmm. has a weird like yellowish hue to it which i find 
weird. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 not great. It's not great. <laughs> it, it. I'm telling you, I was just like, this is not green enough. This is not anything enough. And I, and I know we got a lot of feedback about that as well. So we hear yet because we were with you on that. And then uh, she's she's going through her to do list, which. You know, I had to go look uh, at the Easter eggs to see if we missed anything. And one of my favorites was obviously she needs to set up a dating profile and then she has something for Meg, uh, Miss Park. What is Megan the Stallion's last name? Not me forgetting. Uh, but anyway, so she has something she's doing for Meg the Stallion, which means, again, is Meg coming back? Please tell me. Right I, I would have to. I would have to think that we we could get at least one more appearance. Now, Latanya and I were debating this last week. Do you mm. think that Meg the Stallion is in some way superpowered since she is being represented by Jen, who handles superpowered cases? It's hot girl summer always with Meg the Stallion and in L.A. So maybe you know, I. Do we think that this happens later, you know, where something happened to Meg while the shapeshifter uh, that Asgardian was just the elf, right? Was just yeah. doing some nonsense. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a big story that comes back. I think it'll maybe just be a quick, another quick appearance somewhere. I want um, it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't count on it being a huge appearance. It, it seems like they really wanted her in short bursts. Like, they don't, we don't want, really need Meg the Stallion acting a lot. Uh, we'll just have her in some short, really short scenes saying a couple words, and that would be good enough. And, and she delivered, okay? No sure no hate here for me. Really I'm just did. sad. I missed the podcast. And, uh, yeah, so she's doing something for Miss Pete, which is uh, her last name. And then I love that one of the things is sign up for a big and tall membership. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I didn't I didn't think to stop on the list. No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I definitely just looked up um, Easter eggs, and they explained it. So thank you call, to everyone yeah. that does this work. And she looked for black and pur- uh, not black, purple and green highlighters. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Which I was like, for your bad CGI question oh mark. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I'm just asking. Mm. And then it says a setup dating profile, of course, which is what she goes to. She's like, yeah, I think that's the thing I can tick off my list. And then she goes to the dating profile, which has the QR code for the free comic, just so y'all know. And she sets up fake Tinder, which <laughs> Matcher, I can't. Uh, Matcher.com. <laughs> which this is my worst nightmare. Uh, and you and I talked about this pre-show, right? About dating in your 30s. We don't know anything about it, but online dating was a mess. I don't know if you ever did online dating. No, nah, I've been I've been a cha- I've been chained up to my ball and chain for for well before online Not ball and chain. <laughs> That's how old I am. Uh, that's what I call it. Um, yeah, it was long before online dating. Uh, oh, wow. when I was when I was dating my wife. So yeah, I know nothing about the online dating world. Yeah, I I definitely did online dating for a little bit, and I was like, I hate this. this is the worst thing ever. Uh, and you know, shout out to all of y'all that are still out here in these streets in the that struggle. are having yeah that are just having to online date dating and being single, whatever. It's fun, but online dating, not so much. But Jen, you know, try. Jen is like, listen, I'm going to try it. Okay, I'm going to try it. So we see you. And as soon as she does that, uh, the Sorcerer Supreme has showed up. He's popped in. Like, how can, like, 
I'm gonna need you to send like a text before you just portal in, sir. Like you cannot just be barging in to private places uh, where who knows what I could be doing. Like I, I'm gonna need some communication for you to go in and, and popping in. And he just he doesn't give two f's. This is where I feel like he was giving a sorcerer supreme energy because he you know is griping about Donnie and how he's using his magic, and he's like, we have to use legal action because a magic entity you know is. It's not possible. This is horrible. Blah blah blah, and then Jenny, uh, and then Jenna's like, mm, "It could be simple. Do you have any NDAs? Do you so have I, any non competes?" I really like how she's using like her like legal brain in this like magical situation. And Wong's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." But I do like how Wong like described Donnie. He was like, "He's some guy who was at Cabotage. We had to kick him out after a week." After conjuring three kegs and bringing his fraternity brother K Dog into Commertage, I, I just like what how how rigorous is the application process to be a sorcerer if y'all let Donnie in? Like, can anybody just walk in and get a sling ring? Like, what's happening? Why did y'all take a sling ring back when you kicked them out? It th- that has to be my biggest question from this episode that wasn't answered. Like, why you were, again, Sorcerer Supreme. Y'all can do basically anything, you know, and you're the men in black of this universe. So how can you not get a ring back? I'm confusion. How can y'all just be like, all right, well, you got, we're kicking you out. But as a souvenir, you get to keep the sling ring and, you know, portal anywhere you want and portal anything in you want. That seems a little sloppy, Wong. I mean, what, what, kind, what, what kind of organization are we running here wong like this is this more talk this is, this is more like evidence that wong is a little sloppy in his social supreme duties he's letting people like donnie blade just walk around with a powerful sling ring listen he's singing it around too much stop it okay stop it donnie but wong does say you know well it was honor code basically but turns out jen said uh-uh, that doesn't work you have to go by the book okay the book of Vishanti. absolutely not no sir no wake up Nepal, you've been in Nepal too long. Okay, come back. You're in apparently America is the only place you can fight these legal actions. So right. it's just I can't. I have just I the biggest question is a slingering. And then here's my question also about said slingering. And I'm sorry if I'm forgetting stuff and this has been answered in Doctor Strange's. I promise I have seen them all. Is is it like the wand chooses the wizard moment, right? Where the slingering only fits you, so you get your bonded for life. No, definitely not. Right? Um, okay. Like at like in a uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, Ned gets Doctor Strange's sling ring, oh, and he yeah. just and he just starts opening portals himself. So as long as you have the physical ring, you can do anything you want. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be coded to you. It could any any old person can use it. Any person can pick it up off the street and use it. Wow, um, iPhones have more security than sling rings. Right, right. <laughs> I have to wonder why Wong didn't just like Wong has to be able to like cast a spell or do something just to get just to take the sling ring off his hand and be like, you know, that's it. But I guess we wouldn't have an episode. If the, oh my god, why was I literally about to say that? <laughs> I literally was like, but then we wouldn't move forward. So Jen says, okay, fine. Let you know, I'll help you out. And then Wong does some human tricks. He calls it magic, right? It's not magic. Okay, it's a trick. And gives her a business card with, again, no info on it, but it's fine. Maybe it's a bat signal where you just kind of wave it out. Well, he, he like flicks it and it's like so his rude. name his name does appear on it when he flicks it. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. He, he says it's just a stupid human trick. Like he just anyone could do anyone close up magic can do that. Uh, it wasn't real magic, according to him, I guess. Listen, Penn and Teller made a whole show about it. So I get yeah. it. We we know. And so Jen is like, OK, thank God. At least I have a freaking direct line to this man now. And then now it's time for the local hangout. Jenny, uh, Jen and Nikki are at a bar and you know, they're like, okay, we got to go through Emil Blonsky because remember, don't forget the major thread that's going to link all these episodes. And they're about to wrap up that case and we're good. But then turns out once that's done, we have more things Jen needs to worry about because and it's not matchmaking. Yeah, they're trying to show us that Jen is busy. Jen's too busy for a love life right now. And Nikki's trying to impress upon her the need for her to get out there. Classic, classic uh, rom-com trope, okay? If, if anyone watched Partner Track on Netflix, same, same. Another lawyer situation. Uh, and then we get this creepy old man, which, again, I have been in this situation where he's like, can I offer y'all a drink? And then he goes, we're clearly working, Jen says. But then he says, but, you know, you're alone. And Nikki's like, how are we alone if we're Sir, literally together? Logic. Take take some. Have some, sir. Some logic. We are we are not alone if we are two people. Listen, God don't give with two hands, and sometimes common sense is not common. So we we get it, but like, how dumb is this man? And he's very much persistent about doing this and being like, no, no, I'll be at the bar if you change your mind. Stop it. Stop being creeps. No means no. I mean, in his, in his mind, he has been so suave in this interaction that they will rethink their stance. And take him up on his offer. Imagine. It just, it just goes to show the like uh, the unearned confidence of some people uh, out there to think that this is that's that would be a thing that would happen. Yeah, and I just again, this doesn't serve anything to the plot, like the big plot. But I just I appreciate that when you know I think women are directing, they get to just like add these real life experiences that I was like, oh my god. I remember going to a bar and just constantly being like, no, bye, leave me yeah. alone. And I mean, I think it's a concerted effort by the showrunners, the writers, directors to put these things in every episode where a lot of people are going to complain about it. But it is an experience that only certain groups of people have experienced. And it's important to put it out there and to show that it does happen because Everything that we've talked about on this show and every podcast, you yourself have said, this is happening to me all the time, all the time, all the time. We don't get this in any in a lot of media. So it's important mm -hmm. to highlight it and to kind of hit people over the head with like, no, this is every everyday reality for people out there. So people are complaining, of course, because people love to complain that every episode features a moment like this. But I think it's important to show these experiences, just like it's important to show experiences of different races, different ethnicities whatever so have you um it's important to get it out there i think it's great that it's being shown and it's not even it doesn't even take up it doesn't take up a lot of your episode okay complaining yeah it's like less than a minute of stuff Relax. your complaining is making us take up more time how yeah. how about that exactly okay wake up anyway and then jen goes to the dating profile finally and she's just like you used a headshot where is it linkedin yeah, Jen, you gotta try a little harder. You know, you can't just you can't just be reusing regular old photos. Get and some get some poses in there. Get some shots. Get some glamour shots. You know, 
Yeah, that was the hardest thing about dating profiles. I will say it was like putting up the right pictures and like having a bio. I, I was like, I, I can't be bothered to be yeah. to put up a bio. What am I going to talk about? You know, so here, whatever. Jen somehow manages to get a date. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like. I feel like Nikki's uh, swiping strategy for Jen really kind of backfired here because yeah. apparently, I, which the way I think this swiping thing works, both people have to swipe a certain way to, yes. to match. So, you know, that's probably the only person that swiped on this guy because it was just like random swiping. Yeah, and usually I feel like only men in shows, in TV shows, we see men do this where they're just like swiping right on everyone. And I've never seen, like, necessarily a woman do this. So, it, it tread carefully. But before she goes on her date, uh, she does. She's like, I got work to do. So, we get to jo uh, Donnie Blaze. And I almost said Donnie Blaze again. Uh, <laughs> and it's time for cease and desist. Oh, my God. This was such a fun, like, segment here where, like, his his uh, his uh partner, who I think we find out his name is Cornelius. Cornelius, uh, right? Okay. Later, yeah. yeah. They're just all, they're just like, you can't trademark magic, and they try to make the thing disappear, and they can't do it right. Just these two bumbling idiots uh, trying to, like, come up against Wong and Jen was so funny. Uh, such a fun, fun moment here. Yeah, and then I loved, uh, like, how horrible their magic was because she gives him the cease and desist papers and he, like, acts like he they're disappeared. But then he just puts it behind their back. Like, made no sense. Uh, like, dude, zero. Like, I, put it, I can see it right there. Uh, it, it's right there. It's, you, you can't, you, it, you're not doing this very well at all. It's like, my guy, stop it, okay? And, <laughs> and then... The best, I think, ending to this scene was they did the whole ball magic. And then after that, they decide, oh, Wong says, I got something for you. And just literally goes, here's your ball. Horrible yeah. magic. Horrible. Y'all suck. Goodbye. G literally goodbye. And now I think before we get to the next part and Jen's date, it's time for a ad break. And we're back. And with that, now, you know, it's dating time. I feel like y'all needed that break before the date. So now, the next day, Jen issues, uh, after she's issued it, she's like, good, it's time for me to work in a different way. Do we, is this man, okay, that she goes on a date with as Jen, is clearly suffering from something, right? Like, has to, because man's doesn't have a job. Uh, constantly looking at his phone, and I think has the same ding right as the app. Uh, yeah, it feels like by the end of it, he's still like matching on the on the yes. app. Yes. Uh, so I think that's supposed to denote like he's like you know he's still he's still out there trying to get desperately trying to get other dates. But it it was so odd because like he for whatever reason acts like he's like above Jen when he's just really a loser. He's a quote unquote entrepreneur. She's like oh of what he's like uh, TBD. And then he just ignores her the whole the rest of the of the time. Just a big loser here. Yeah, and then he even when other women are walking by, checking them out, is not listening to her while Jen is being like, "No, like I'm 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 a superhero." And he's like, "Right, that's good, right?" Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. Illness. <laughs> Illness. <laughs> and then they go like, and then the check comes. And they make it to seem like they're like competing to see who's going to pay the check. 
and of course he's just grabbing his keys and she and she ends up grabbing her car like oh i guess i am paying for this they just needed to add that cherry on top of the horrible date right of being like and he didn't pay i don't believe that one person should pay i mean you know i think on your first date you should just go half seas and i think they drank six glasses of wine each that's a lot of money in la <laughs> yeah i uh what did you think of him saying she was a six and then I mean, you were a negative set seven yeah, we got a lot of comments in the Discord about like people saying like, "I can't believe they said Tatiana Maslany was a six. I, I I would have to say I agree. Uh, yeah, and it's one of the more like unbelievable parts of the show to be like Tatiana Maslany, who, as Jen Walters, obviously looks like Tatiana Maslany, seems to have a nice <laughs> sense of humor. Uh, you know, I, I don't understand why she's not getting more dates. And it's just straight up good looking. Like, yeah, period. Real. She's on a TV show. Stop this. The only thing is I think they've changed her clothing, you know, to make her look a little more frumpy. Yeah. But even then, I still think she looks good. But yeah, just a little more frumpy. Yeah, I think they're da- they're they're downplaying her beauty in certain ways. Yes. Um. So I think that's what we're supposed to know. We're supposed to believe that that's why she's not getting a lot of dates. She like like we said, she puts her corporate picture up on the dating profile. That's not very you know, uh, glamorous or whatever. So yeah, I guess in that way. But I you know I I'm still looking at her and I can still see past that. I was like, it's still Tatiana Maslany. Exactly. Beautiful. But yeah, I mean, for the suspension of disbelief, we will believe that people in this universe see her as a six. Yeah. I mean, you know, She Hulk is real, right? So I guess we have to. Of course, yeah. Believe some things. And then, uh, should we go back to the courtroom now? We're going to go back and forth, but I think that's just the show, how it goes. So follow yeah. along uh in so now it's the courtroom part one where wong summons madison oh boy <laughs> we finally get her name we finally get her spelling of said name and she's at another party in the middle of the day middle of the day madison is a partier okay you can't she's it is always in a state of buzz it seems like uh, that's just her personality at this point. And I love when she, you know, we get the whole like wongers as she walk as she comes into the courtroom and she's like has this like I don't I don't know if what happened after she showed up in Wong's apartment before that, but they seem to have a nice relationship at this point. Uh nice friendship going on. Oh, they're uh, she, besties. Yeah, they're she besties. tells him, Are you here for because you were texting? Uh if you just tell you you were calling 911, they'll they'll get rid of it, which Jen was like, No, that's not a real thing. But okay. <laughs> I mean, last week they had us believe immunity doesn't exist. So now they're trying to say, okay, we got to come back and give you some real legal stuff. So I get it. Yeah, something that I I would like to like applaud the show for is they don't get too deep into the weeds on like the legal you know the legalese of everything. They make it like they kind of dumb it down a little bit. They they give us some terms we can all uh you know relate to and. Mm-hmm. And basic legal stuff that we know. It's not like a regular courtroom show where they're doing all these legal maneuvers. It's all pretty simple stuff. Exactly. So, And, and I appreciate it. And then while this is happening, she's now up on the stand. And I just love the judge who's like, I hate my life. Why yeah. did I show up for this docket today? And then she's like, you can't have a drink. So she gives it to the bailiff. A man with a gun. You gave him a drink. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> 
wake up. What are you doing? And and then she just like starts doing a weird swear and then just decides not to share what actually happened. Poor Wong. I mean, it's kind. Of, I guess it's kind of backfired on them, like you know. And the way that she described it was like, oh, you know, just like I pushed it to a fire land. I made a pact with a demon. <laughs> I like was just like, I cannot discuss it because he said he would reap my soul if I did. <laughs> but it was dramatic, and his name, the demon's name was Jake, <laughs> a goat demon named Jake. Yeah. What what portal is this? I don't understand. But poor, poor Madison. Okay, I feel for her. She tried to show up for Wongers, but she flopped. And the whole back and forth is about uh, Donnie Blaze's legal team is saying you can't copyright magic. And then Jen says we can copyright real magic, just not your type of stupid magic. Yeah. And then this whole these these three musketeers on the side uh, of Blaze. What they're doing magic now, Jason? They're doing like rope tricks, uh, doing like a, doing the old handkerchief out of the sleeve trick, like all the real basic like dummy magic. Um, I, I did like he when he threw the smoke bombs and he changed his outfit. Yes, the, I mean uh-huh. that I'm into it. Okay, I I want more of that. Teach me how to do that. Correct. And you know what this reminded me of, which maybe a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about, and that's okay. But if anyone has seen the Prince of Egypt, when Mo- the cartoon where Moses comes in and he's like, oh, I have the staff and my God can do all this magic. And then the, the Egyptian priests are like, shut up. Here's the act. Like, here's how <laughs> y- your God did this magic. Like, we can do it, too. And they're just like doing simple magic. So that's exactly I've, what this reminded me. Of. I've seen Prince of Egypt. It's probably just been about two decades. Real, I real. <laughs> I watch it every Passover, obviously. Uh, yeah. uh, Cause you know, matches with. It's the only like real story. I or closest story. I feel. But anyway, that's what all I could think of when I was watching this because it's like they're so funny in the back. These lawyers. Well, it's one lawyer, one Donnie, and, and Cornelius, and Cornelius. <laughs> Why is his name Cornelius? Anyway, because uh, I love him. I think he's. Cornelius is a funny name. Yes, that's true. Morbius. I'm just kidding. Uh, and then okay, so now we're we're somehow there's just absurdity on absurdity, and that scene just like ends because the judge says no, Jen, and Wong, yeah. get out of here. You're gonna be like they're giving Donnie Blaze immunity and being like you can you can perform magic you're fine bye yeah i thought that was interesting where like jen's like can we at least like stop him from like doing this dangerous magic and the judge is like no i can't like make him stop doing his like livelihood like well can you make him do it safer like can we just not have him do it with this sling ring which i found was a little like a little like okay that was that was a stretch like I think they would probably make him stop doing it with the stupid sling ring. Uh, exactly. But I, do, I, I do like when he's on his way out. He's like, I got a bird trick too. And then he's like, flips her the bird, flips the middle finger. Like as he's leaving, I was oh like, oh, that was, that was hilarious. That was, that was one of the bigger laughs of the episode for me. I was like, oh, that, that was good. That was a good one. I know. And I just, again, because Wong is like, it's, uh, it's, it can destroy all life, destroy his life. Yeah. Like, or maybe it, what... don't kill him, but you know, destroy it. I mean, you talking about sending people to the mirror dimension? Send him to the mirror dimension. You probably can't get his way out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, spoiler! Because at the end of the episode, they do. That's what they show us uh, in the end credits. It's the drawing is Donnie Blaze in the mirror dimension. 
Oh, I didn't even pick that up. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. I didn't. I forgot that they talked about it in the show. <laughs> but yes. And then um, anyway, so the judge says no injunction for you. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Wong is gone. He says Sopranos with Madison time. Peace. And now it's time for dating, which we've been waiting for four episodes. I have to say, Jason. Yeah, I mean, we've seen we, it was a big part of the advertising campaign for the show was showing her going out on these different dates and showing her swiping on matcher or whatever. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's finally here in episode four. Um, yeah, it was it was it was interesting. Yeah, and I will say uh, I believe that they also set up a fake Tinder profile for her or some version of that. SPR. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, and then and also I was in LA this weekend, and every bus has um one eight hundred like some one eight hundred she Hulk on it like Oops. as a lawyer, and then on Gosh. the bus benches has like she Hulk attorney at law, so they're like literally pouring into this. Uh, yeah, the advertising is strong for mm-hmm. sure. So anyway, what happens if you? I wonder what happens if you call it. You think we should call it live on the podcast? Oh my god, is it what? I have to look up if it's one eight hundred. I sh- I should have sent you a picture, but I'm I flopped. I mean, I was a little, you know, in my Madison moment. I'll say so. It wasn't mm. the best, um, but yeah. So <laughs> while that's happening, and while Jason calls. It's now time for Jen to spice up her dating profile, y'all. And (laughs) she says it's She-Hulk time. And (laughs) she takes, like, very weird pictures, y'all. But it's okay. We get a bunch of montages. I loved loved how she, when she sets this up, she's like, she, like, tells us, like, don't judge me. Or whatever she says, like, whatever she says to us, like, about making the, the the profile because she's not getting any hits on Jen on the Jen profile. I, I like how they sent her an alert. You have zero alert. She's like, why would that be an alert? Like that's not cool. Like you have my hopes up. That, that, that's bogus. And then she makes the profile and then she gets this these tons of hits as she makes the Shio profile. She's like, well that is a little like uh because she swipes right on everyone and then they swipe right back when she well I think this I think when she's she hulk she swipes left and right. So I think yeah she we get a few left she's a little right. more picky there but then she immediately gets a bunch of matches and she's like oh this is demoralizing for me as a human gin. Um all right so I have I have the She Hulk number pulled up Yes, one eight seven seven. She called. Sorry, let's call it live on the podcast. Oh my god, let's do it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Come on, call it. Oh my god. Also, the ad y'all says superheroes. Ooh. Hi, you've reached the superhuman launch vision at GLKNH. Please wait until the Candidate will fight for your rights. 
to fight for everyone else's rights because that's what superheroing is all about. But don't take my word for it. Here's some testimonials from our satisfied clients. And, and then this is where we include the clients. Yeah, like they're full next. Once again, phone line. They can't see us. Oh my God. Okay, that that was hilarious. That that That's was really good. So funny. In case the in case it didn't come through exactly on the podcast, I did just hold my speakerphone up to the microphone. It's Jen making the recording, and you can hear Bruce in the background helping her with the recording, and she's talking about all these different legal incidents. That's that's a that's really good advertising right there. Uh, really fun. So yes, one eight seven seven She Hulk. <laughs> Yeah, it's one eight seven seven. In case you don't want to do the spelling, seven four three four eight five five. Real fun, real fun advertising there. Yes. Uh. Anyway, so I'm glad we fixed that. And yeah, so now it's dates time. Okay, she's out as She Hulk, and I just I can't because she just says, "Is there anything worse than dating in your 30s?" Um. I felt like no. I felt like they could have come with some funnier like uh perspective dates i felt like they were more like they weren't really funny to me so here's my question did you see david ortuga as her date I had that no is the first okay so the first black man that she goes on a date with um his name he's famous so he is david ortuga who used to be a lawyer and i'm sure everyone knows him for his time in was, wwe was he on i love new york yes that is okay punk. That I did not recognize him at all because that name sounded familiar. Yes. Oh wow. I did not even pick that up at all. That is mm. hilarious. Because people were like, oh, with WWE so funny. No, 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 no. Forget WWE. No, like as in we love WWE. Shout all respect to Matt and Mari. Yeah, Listen, the rest of wrap up. Yeah. yeah. What the point is that is not where we know him from. Okay, his name was Punk. On the on the dating <laughs> show, I love New York. I did not even pick that up. At yes, all. and he was that married to Jennifer Hudson. Yes, yes, I, oh and I gosh, think they divorced. So right? Yeah, they're divorced yeah, yeah. now, uh, and they have a kid together. So you know, man's went from I love New York to like I think having like a fitness business, but he used to be a lawyer, y'all. That's that's what's funny, and then went on. I think became fitness guy, whatever. Uh, w- married Jennifer Hudson somehow WWE and now here. Yo, that is quite a life. <laughs> yeah. So I, it was so fun. I just I couldn't get over it. I think I rewinded it twice to like be like, is Punk literally wish, on my? Show? I wish she had mentioned that like in the date. Like, yeah, I was on a reality show. Uh, I don't know if you heard of it. I love New York. But I, I, I think just he's thought- trying to put that behind him. But I will never let him forget. Yeah, I I just thought the dates weren't like all that exciting now no no they weren't the last one that she that she was with was asking her a lot about her powers not the last one because the last one was successful but the one before that one he was asking a lot about her powers and i was like hmm this is interesting is this could this possibly be the villain that hired these people trying to get into her blood sample to try to find more information out about her her powers uh, it's that's a far-fetched theory, but I was like, that's interesting because he's asking a lot about how her powers work and what she can do, but he could just be a weird, creepy uh, superhero fan guy. Yeah. So interesting you say that because, again, I watched a few YouTube videos and they put, uh, 
I think it was Heavy Spoilers is the YouTube. Sorry, y'all. I can't remember. But anyway, they put the names together. They put the voice together. And it sounded like the same person. The person that said I couldn't um, pierce her, like, skin. And then they put that clip in. And they put this clip of him asking about his powers. Her powers. And it sounded allegedly. They were like. They also said it was a deep cut that maybe it's not the same person or maybe they just happen to have the same actor available and that's why. Oh yeah, but I definitely just don't. Interesting. I definitely don't think it's the same person. Now you're gonna maybe go back and watch both episodes. Yeah, no, I, um, I don't think so either. I think it was just an interesting coincidence that everyone wants to happen. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fun if he was like if he was the guy that's trying to get her blood and then he like went on this date to try and get more information about her. Yeah, that that's hilarious. But yeah, so heavy spoilers was the account that I saw it at. Uh so very funny. Anyway, and then we get a perfect male who was fine. Okay. <laughs> so good. Uh, and then he goes, do you want to split some fries? And then only talks about Jen, which is like, I don't, I don't, I, we're here on a podcast, right? Like we talk a lot about ourselves. I feel I don't need mm-hmm. to be on a date where I'm also only talking about myself. Yeah. It seemed like he only wanted to talk about her. Cause even at her house, he's like, I don't, I just want to hear about you and your day and how you feel. Maybe this is just his, he, he was just trying to spit game and trying to to get to get to the end result where they got to. Yeah, because do we even get his name? No, we don't. Look at this. I guess they do this to women all the time, so it's only right that men get it. <laughs> I don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, equality means actual equality, and <laughs> I just love because she just leans in and she's so big as CGI. Can you imagine Tatia? Like, how did they sit her? I need the the back, the backstory of all of this and the the backstage pictures as, that you posted in the Discord yeah. of Tatiana twerking with Megan the Stallion. So I need more of that because this man's pretty huge. And she's just like towering. Let's get out of here. And he just runs. He's gone. He said, let's go. I'm there for you. Let's get it. <laughs> Forget those fries. Let's go. I know. He's like, what fries? Who's fries? I don't know fries. Uh, and then they get home. And I feel like she jumps on him. And they're very close to like making some magic happen. And Wong shows up because because some some chaos has erupted yeah uh, donnie blaze is at it again uh he tries to open some portals <laughs> and, and i love i love like when he did that and she's like no this this is tired uh not wired uh you know my friend had a bad experience at, at your show the other day you would send her to uh what was it Polona. uh to not not the big roller contest uh, no, no. <laughs> He started to a random parking garage in Pomona. Pomona. Uh, yeah, that's what it was in Pomona. So I'm not trying to do that. I'm good. So, I mean, he gets frustrated. He's like, fine. How about this? He conjures a bird that lands in her hand and like spits out an egg. Yeah, he, the, egg. the bird literally laid an egg. Like, I don't understand. In her hand. And then a demon <laughs> hatched out of it. It started causing chaos. Oh my god! I just I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing. And what did the judge expect? You know, let's call the judge because, ma'am, 
You said no nuisance, but guess what? People are going to get bored of portals just opening because it's the same trick over and over again. So he had to up it. I, I'm i not even mad at Donnie because he had to do what he had to do. He's dumb. He didn't finish Sorcerer's School. He don't know nothing. This is not this is not Donnie's fault. You gave a loaded gun to a child, right? Like, Correct. This 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 you knew he was no good. He was not fit for this. You gave him this thing anyway and let him keep it. This is Wong's fault. This is now the judge's fault. They are to blame here. A hundred percent. And then uh basically it becomes into a goblin, a, like a, a you know why am I referencing Harry Potter so much? I have no idea. But those like little I don't think they're elves, right? But those little things that come at Harry um, when when he's looking for the keys in the Chamber of Secrets, it's like, that's what it reminds me of. But the pixies, that's what it is, I think, in Harry Potter. Uh, Not the Chamber of Secrets. But anyway, that's what it reminded me of, where the pixies that kind of come for you. And I was like, ooh, this is weird. I don't like it. But then turns out they're actually Pokemon because they will, they become evolution. Like, they were like, oh, we're a baby. And I'm gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, yeah, these things just like it, it, it's seemingly a matter of no time, just yeah, bring to like a bigger size. So I, I, you know, I don't know what these things were supposed to be, but it was it was a trip. I loved it, and then I love that Danny Donnie goes, yeah, we got we got to get Wong. I need help. Yeah, this is this. I, I can't handle this. Like, no. <laughs> like this, this is too much for me. I gotta get some help. Exactly. And then Donnie grabs Wong, but Wong says, "Call my lawyer." And yeah. then I forgot she was She Hulk because I was like, "Why do you need your lawyer for documentation?" Uh- <laughs> oh gosh, I truly forgot. Y'all. Well, poor Wong, man. He cannot. He cannot catch like a, just a minute of like rest to watch his shows. And he was watching This Is Us this time, which is oh, a yeah. show a show near and dear to my heart. I actually covered the last six episodes of This Is Us on this very here network with Marissa Garza a time ago. Uh, so yeah, this show is near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I, I thought it was just so much fun that he was watching that at that moment. So good. And uh, and then while that happens, um, <laughs> Jen is pissed because, again, like we said, she's about to get to second base with perfect male. Because, again, what is his name? Give us a name. And he has no reaction to this. He's like, yeah, okay, you got to go, baby. You know, I- I'll be home waiting for you when you're ready. I- I what think, a man. I think he has, like, just a fetish for, like, bodybuilders or something. And he 100. was just so enamored by Jen that he was just wouldn't let anything happen. At least at least Wong tried to call this time before he just barged in in a portal. I did, like, I was like, I'm acting like your father now. Like, you know, coming in on you on a date, like... It's weird. Exactly. You didn't pick up your fault. You're a superhero now. Did you forget? Maybe she did because I did. Ooh, interesting. Uh, (laughs) And then I look. That's true. I mean, she's just a normal 30-year-old person. I get it. And then she, I just love that she's griping about her hot date. And not the hotness matters, she tells us, but it does. (laughs) Correct. This was a this is a very fun like sequence here like you, like you said she's she's complaining to basically to, basically to us she's breaking the fourth mm-hmm. wall while she's doing this uh, talking about how she's missing out on this date and I love the amount of action we got here like she's using her She Hulk 
her she hulkness uh to great effects you know slamming these demons and throwing them in the portal that wong has created to get rid of them i thought it was a very fun action sequence where we haven't gotten too many action sequences in the show overall so i was glad that we got this this sequence here uh to, to remind us this is also an mcu action show uh partly along with a comedy yeah and uh they have to redeem themselves from titania yeah, like that, was... that horrible. Because I feel like no. this CGI didn't feel so off. I mean, the whole episode was wonky or wongers, but this I think was better than most yeah, of the episodes. For sure. I didn't see any huge problems with no. this with this sequence at all. Um, yeah, so this was this was well done in both action, uh, choreography and what have you. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed this part of it. Yeah, and she just does it so effortlessly. I loved it. She's like, I gotta get back to a date. Let's let's wrap this up pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, and and like kind of back to last episode where she got attacked by the Wrecking Crew, mm-hmm. and she in a moment forgets that she is She Hulk. She's like, Oh yeah, I can just be She Hulk and be these guys. She walks. <laughs> she walks into the auditorium where the all the demons are flying around. She's like, Oh my god! Like, what do I do? Yeah. And he's like, Be a Hulk. Like, do what Hulks do. Like, beat these demons asses and throw them in this portal i made she's like oh yeah and she just starts slamming them against the wall and on the floor <laughs> i i again very so relatable <laughs> yeah. i loved it which again how do you relate to she hulk i loved it so uh finally she wrapped they both wrap it up wong and her and i think we're done with donnie please question mark we don't yeah know. i think so yeah, and I have to say, another we're done with Donny Blaze. Maybe, we, yeah, because I think every episode we're gonna see one new uh, case for her. So th- the actor that plays Donny Blaze is married to the director. Yes, I did see that. So, that was interesting. I feel like I've seen him in other yeah uh, properties before. I can't. I honestly can't remember where I've seen him. Um, but yeah, he was he was a lot of fun in the episode. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if you. I wouldn't be mad if any of the people that we've seen so far just pop back up in little cameo roles again. Yeah, um, you know, this, he was an entourage for a little bit. Oh, yeah, but a one on the kind of uh, the actors they've brought in to be like yes. kind of uh, momentary momentary players in the game. Uh, yeah. Interesting, we didn't see any of the other supporting cast other than Nikki. Um, you know, we got introduced to Pug. Uh, which we didn't get any of him this episode. We got slightly introduced to Mallory last episode, and blink mm-hmm. and you miss it, and nothing with her or the or the uh, the head person at the law firm Holden. So it was interesting how we got so little of the supporting cast here. But like I said, I felt like the both all the stories kind of gelled together well yeah. at, by the end of it. Yeah, and I think she says that was it last episode when she's like, "Oh, A and B story come together." Yeah, that was like when she broke the fourth wall. She's like, "Oh, look at that, we're connecting the A and B stories." Yes, which I was like, "Oh, yes, Hulk, give us, give us more of this." Because again, when you're doing fourth wall, I need you to do it in a punchy, fun way. So yeah. loved it, and then the, that's kind of the end of that. Jen is back home. Her date is reading Bad Feminist by Roxanne Gray. Yes, King. Yes. Well, I mean, listen, he probably got bored and had to find something to read in her house. And, you know, this is like the perfect man. So he would pick up the feminist book because I think in one when her dad comes in, we do see girl with a dragon tattoo on her bookshelf. So she she got options, but he picked Bad Feminist. So, you know, (laughs) 
I like it. I'm not mad at it. And uh, she she's like carries him to the room, which we we've seen that uh, in the trailer yeah. before. But I still liked it. I thought that was very funny. Listen, the CG here wasn't bad. I mean, it yeah. could have been very bad with a CG character picking up a like real life human person. But I thought that was actually. Which is like, how did they do well, that? Yeah. yeah, it was not like last like the first episode where the human gen goes to hug CGI Hulk and it's like that was bad. This was good. This was good. Yeah. If we're, if we're going to slam them, we also have to give them compliments when the time comes. Correct. So I I just, one of, you know, I think top 10, like, funny moments, I think, that are going to come out of this show is her carrying this man into bed. <laughs> and then the next morning, she's like, you know, I'm going to be Jen again because uh, he should love me for both. If you love me at my She-Hulk, you also have to love me at my Jen. So she's watching... Uh, on TV, that Titania, uh, the super influencer, ha- super superhero, super whatever influencer, has somehow been cleared of all charges. I thought this was really like kind of out of nowhere. I thought that we were going to get a whole big uh, court case involving like why she broke into the courthouse, all that stuff. But I guess we'll get a different court case uh, involving Titania than we thought we would get. I just thought it was kind of out of nowhere. I was like, that's that's weird, but okay, sure. So that's what I feel, right? Like, we're still waiting for Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So is this where um, we're going to get that showdown? Because not we're seeing that, okay, Titania is free. Not only is she free, she's going full influencer on us because she's trying to, she is trademark, trademarking things, and she's trademarked She-Hulk. And she got served. Jen got served because of that. Yeah. So we did get a mid-season teaser uh, that mm-hmm. dropped today showing more of Daredevil. Actually showing Matt Murdock interacting with Jen. Uh, so I'm not sure. Who knows? He could be here with Titania. That would That's what brings him to uh, L.A. Who knows? Uh, I'm very interested to see. We also saw a bit of Frogman in the mid-season yes. teaser, so we'll we'll get that eventually. Uh, very excited for what's to come there. Um, but yeah, back to back to Jen uh, in the morning. The morning in the in the morning afterglow. Yes, because Jen is excited. She listen. It must have been good because she made him breakfast, freshly squeezed orange juice. Okay, Th- listen, must have been good. And then <laughs> he goes, oh. You are <laughs> who is you? What are, uh, are you? Are you She Hulk's roommate? <laughs> I thought it was a one bedroom in LA. I'm confused. Oh, yeah. uh, wait, do you sleep on the couch? And then she's like, I'm, I'm Jen, it, it's me. And then he goes, Oh, you made breakfast? Got it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I, I got I gotta bounce. Sorry, not into this whole, so not into this whole thing here, the whole human you. I more have a thing for giant uh, hulking women. Another L for small women, man. We just <laughs> can't get a break. <laughs> Who's shorter? You or Tatiana Maslany? Did y'all? Y'all said she was five two last week. So then I'm shorter, but I she feels like she's shorter than five two. But maybe Hollywood, everyone's so tall that we could be completely wrong. <laughs> Hollywood adds two inches. <laughs> Listen, then maybe I need to get in there. Oh, Tatiana Maslani height is five four. Oh, oh she's my definitely god, definitely taller than you. 
How is she five four and looks so tiny? It's not fair. I, I would look like a speck. I would look like those things that came out of the egg. Like yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't grow. You just stay no. The same that's the problem. Uh, anyway, so that's the end uh, of the episode where it leaves with Titania Worldwide uh, Worldwide LLC suing Jen for misuse of the trademark name She Hulk. And then we get kind of a bummer way to end this episode. I bet there's a fun tag. Stop. Yeah, I mean, he, so again, got it. Got to compliment them on the on the way they're doing this type of fourth wall breaking and throwing to other segments. Uh, I mean, the tag was fun. What did you think of the, of the end credit tag? So cute, right? Like it started and ended at the same place with the same people. But Madison seems sober. Uh, but she's talking about alcohol, and I love that her and Wong are just so chill together because Wong, uh, like Madison's just like, well, what about a gin and tonic? Do you like? uh long island iced tea do you know what that is do you know what a blue carousel is and he's just like what is what okay i know that one no i have no idea what that is i guess nepal which i know is not true because my friend's in nepal um the alcohol is in nepal okay like maybe commentage is a little dry Uh, and then she goes what what's your favorite drink well a gin and tonic well i did like he was like uh you're try yak milk and vodka gross at the wedding whose wedding uh, that's what i was wondering i was like who's what are we talking about somebody get married that, that we didn't that we don't know about or is this just a random wedding or was it the eternals wedding was it no it can't be because they got married in india or some version of south asia uh so maybe it could be or was it dr strange wedding Ooh, some have there been some developments in dr strange we don't know about yet mm, t let's see because there was a wedding y'all we have no idea about and I just love that she goes, well, I don't think there are bottomless gin and tonics, but we'll find something for you. So they're, they're fr- friends that brunch together, stay together. So I, I get what she's trying to do here. Yeah. Marvel also like released a uh, a fake like poster for the Madison, uh, <laughs> the Madison. Yes, movie. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. Uh, it's, it's just like Madison. Uh, one why, but it's not where you think. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> in the little poster so much fun madison is quite a character i would not be surprised if they try to do more with madison either in this project or seeing how like overwhelmingly positive everyone is about madison tried to fit her into something else maybe make one of those like tiny shorts one shots about madison. oh that's funny i wouldn't be surprised if she pops up again somewhere uh because everyone seems to love madison who, if you don't like Madison, mm, you've got a wrong. problem. You, There's a problem. Okay, because she's funny. She plays into it. Patty Guggenheim, good job on all of this. Okay, you deserve all the fun that's coming your way. And that wraps up the episode for us today. I think we're going to get Daredevil. You know, maybe Daredevil is representing Jen. Or, yeah, as like a, well, you need a superhero lawyer and you're not the only one in these MCU streets. Yeah, and they do seem to be doing um, more, they do seem to be doing some superheroing uh, in the teaser we saw. So who knows what that is pertaining to. I did see interesting theory out there about uh, who may have hired those people, the Wrecking Crew, to try and take Jen's blood. 
um, there was a theory that the Kingpin could be the one that hired them. And that is what could bring Daredevil to L.A. Because, as we all know, uh, one of their the Daredevil's arch nemesis is Kingpin. So I think that would be an interesting way to bring Daredevil into the She-Hulk world. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to find out. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know why I thought the boss was a woman, just the way they talked about it. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. We yeah, we talked about it. We talked about it a little bit. They could be the lady that's uh, Valentina that is bringing together all the Thunderbolts. Oh. That's my main theory. But you know, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, because I'm pretty, like, not certain, but I'm on the boat rather. I should say of like the this is a Thunderbolt setup as well with yeah. the Abomination. So I get it. I'm I'm excited for it. This was a really fun episode as usual. I'm enjoying it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Next up, we're going to have She-Hulk episode five. And like Jason said at the start of this episode, some D23 Disney Expo news coming for you this weekend. Or maybe it's already come if you're listening to us after the weekend. I don't know. You do you. And if you have any feedbacks, comments, questions for us make sure you tweet us at post show recaps at fun size underscore oh four or at jr1085 and email us at super at post show recaps.com or like jason said last time join the discord and just write it in there it's much easier for us to grab it anyway from there and make sure you're leaving us ratings and reviews y'all do is anyone out there listening we don't know let us know, please. Hit, hit us up. Hit us up in those in those ratings DMs. Five stars only, please. Okay, we That's we all we appreciate it. Yes, and make sure you subscribe to the Everything Is Super feed as well. And with that, Jason, if they don't already know, where can they find you? Um, I got some stuff popping off right now. I'm over on the Rob Has Podcast Network talking about the show Married at First Sight on uh, on my podcast, A Perfect Match that I do with my co-host, Asia Welch. We have fun over there. We talk about the show. You don't even have to watch the show. Just listen to our podcast. You'll get everything you need. It's fun. It's funny. It's dramatic. All the things you need there. I'm also covering on this network, Post Show Recaps, Cobra Kai with Marissa Garza. Um, that just started uh, today, Friday, as we're recording this. So Listen to our first episode breakdown, and then we're going to come out uh, around Sunday with a whole binge cast talking about the whole season, what we liked, what we didn't like, and then we will be releasing more episode breakdowns after that. Uh, So yeah, that's what I got for right now. Sasha, what about you? Great. And for me, as always, in addition to covering She-Hulk, I'm over on Rob Has a Podcast slash Mess Feed, where I'm covering Mess Magnets. If you, you know, want more deep cuts about punk or other celebrities, we just covered actually all the drama on Don't Worry Darling. So if you're like, did Harry spit? What is going on? I need to know. Go check out Mess Magnets and you'll get everything all the tea kirsten mckinnis and i got you and over on silent podcast i'm covering never have i ever with chappelle which i'm sure everyone knows so uh we're out here we just dropped episode four so it's just it's non-stop mess and laughter there as well as i guested on 90 day fiance over on rob has a podcast as well with puya because listen happily ever after question mark it definitely isn't so we went there we i yelled i said i don't want representation anymore take some it back yeah, i went yeah. in on them take okay take it back to the store 
Just return to sender. I don't need it. And I was over on Rob Has a Podcast Big Brother double eviction feed, uh, feed as well. So go check all of that out. And thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye.